Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard it. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. However you are listening to this, wherever you are listening to this, we are just happy to have you here listening to us talk about sports. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Hope everybody's recovered from that barn burner that went down in Florida last night. Nothing Ugh. says ratings like Gardner Minshew and the Jacksonville Jaguars versus Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins. Am I right, guys? I mean, the only thing worse could have been Titans-Jags, but Jags-Dolphins is still pretty bad. The worst game would have been any game played in Philadelphia. Right, right. So That's be- true. Before we dive too deep into that and the facial hair debate and all the fluff that came with that game to try to get people to be hyped up and pumped for it, whether it was the beard versus the mustache, yeah. whether it was uh, Minshew Mania versus Fitz Magic or whatever he is this week, before we get to any of that, we have to... Take it back just a little bit and get Tyler's opinion on something that I'm sure he has not gotten over yet. Atlanta was up 15 with 4.45 to play. Oh, dear Lord. Sorry, Tyler. Lewis Phillip, Ladusar, the snapper. Chris Jones is the holder. Greg Zerline from 46 to win it for Dallas. Is down, kick is up, and it is good! Yeah, baby! Somehow, some way, the Cowboys have won it! It must be Fox on the call. It must be so much fun to be a football play-by-play announcer. Like, just sitting there, and then they always sound so confident. And what I love the most and I've, I've often found this in podcasts too, is you'll say something in the moment of you saying it, you're like, oh God, I hope that came out right. But then when you listen to it, you listen back to it. Right. Sounds fine. Right. Sounds good. So Tyler, you've had a couple of days to, I guess, maybe retract a breakup text or two. Cause I mean, I've denounced the bills only one time in my life. It was after the Nathan Peterman game. I'm sure you guys all agree with me on that one. It was a little alcohol encouraged. I was a little lubed up, but like most breakup texts, you're usually probably a little drunk. And you wake up the next day and you take them back and you try to crawl back to whatever broken relationship you caused. Yeah. My my breaking point was when Khalil Mack stripped the ball from, uh, was it Kaiser? Mm. Game one, like two years ago. I was like, okay. Sean Kaiser. Wow. That's the Sean a, Kaiser. That's, that's a name. But no, like I said, you come crawling back in most instances. Tyler was pretty irate in our group messages and on Twitter when this happened. I mean, overall, Tyler, before you get on your soapbox and either denounce your team or take them back crying, what was the worst part about that? The game-winning field goal? It had to have been the onside kick, right? Oh, easily the onside kick. And yeah. I say that because it makes no sense. You know the rule. You're the recovering team. You can touch Buckle it, up. but... They don't, and I don't understand why, and I don't understand how the special teams coach still has a job, and I don't know why Dan Quinn still has a job. I don't know why I continue to follow this team when they break my heart year after year, game after game, and I've never sent that breakup text to them. Even after the Super Bowl, even after Brady ripped my heart out of my chest, I didn't send that breakup text. But I am standing here on my soapbox, and I'm, I'm close to crying. Tyler, Tyler you know I what I think you should do? Death. I think I can't do this anymore. Oh, Tyler, I, because you guys are playing the the Bears, 
which is arguably the worst 2-0 team in the NFL right now. If you guys lose to the Bears, I think you should format, like type up a breakup letter and then post it on Instagram and tag the that Falcons. Would, that would go viral, dude, for sure. That's one of those things where it's like because angry ta- fan takes yeah. out an ad for new coach on Craigslist. That's something that would get some traction at least a little bit. On because Twitter. Tyler Tyler's one of those guys where like when it comes to speaking, sometimes it's not all quite there, but <laughs> when he writes stuff out, like Tyler writes like a writer for a TV show, like even his cheesy, corny ass posts that he puts on Instagram about people, like they're cheesy and corny. Right. But the verbiage is there. I feel like I feel like you could put together a pretty colorful, pretty awesome breakup letter to the Falcons. You know, I probably could and I probably will, but I don't know. It's I don't know if I could ever break up with this team. I mean, I stayed through when they went to the Super Bowl against Denver twenty something years ago, and then they sucked right after. I stayed through the Michael Vick dogfighting incident. I stayed through when Joey oh, Harrington <laughs> was our quarterback. I, I stayed through during the Super Bowl loss to the Patriots and Brady ripped my heart out. I stayed through the next year where there was questionable goal line stand play calling by Steve Sarkeesian that cost us the game against Philly. <laughs> I stand by this team every year and every year they rip my heart out. I'm ready to jump off the balcony and try to pretend and fly like a falcon, but I know I'm going to fail just like they do. I don't know what's happening. I but I can't. They uh, it's this is easily the most toxic relationship I've ever had in my entire life, and it's with a damn football team. And I don't know why I put myself through this, but I do. And uh, I can never break up with this team. I love this team too much. But get it together, man. It's not that hard. Get it together, or I swear to God, I will go down to Atlanta, I will apply for some front office position, and I will try and get it together myself, because I am done with this. I can't do it anymore. I My fist is slamming the table. There you go. Like, I can't. I, I can't. Tyler's about to get I a can't. job. Tyler's about to I get can't. A- I can't. <laughs> Tyler's about to get an entry-level job as a janitor and work his way up, a la Eric Spolstra style to owner just to fire the entire staff you want to hear my breakup text my breakup tweet with the bills from the nathan peterman game what was this uh back in 2017 yeah it's here so this is definitely autocorrected because there's a pretty good grammar in here for how drunk i was at the end of this game so nathan peterman throws five interceptions after starting for a healthy tyrod taylor for some freaking reason that game throws five interceptions in the first half tyrod taylor comes out for the second half brings it back in so drunken eric's pissed i tweeted this out I've dealt with being a Bills fan for my entire life, but after today, I'm done with this misery for a while. I'm done with the Bills, whatever their plan is, and them stringing me along. Hashtag Bills Mafia. (laughs) Hashtag Bills Mafia at the end. It's the same thing as Randy mentioned it uh, earlier before we started recording. That that video with the Eagles fan who has the Eagles hat and that reporter goes to the bar and finds him (laughs) and says, hey, let, let it fly. Let it fly one more time for the Eagles. He hits the hat. The bur- the wings start flapping. He's like, "Let's go, Eagles! Fly, Eagles! Fly!" That that was Eric I during tweeted, that text. I tweeted seven days later. I'm watching the Bills again. <laughs> I'm going back in time to see all the tweets that I put out at the at the Packers. Uh, How many angry ones? Read off some angry ones that you come across. There's a, so uh, 2016. Just a heads up <laughs> at at the Packers. Washington State has a receiver named River Craycraft. Draft him. I right, thanks. Um, <laughs> River Craycraft. Draft him. Randy um, out here playing scout for Green Bay. I love it. Um, back 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 when we drafted uh Jordan Love. Um, just because I was upset we didn't get a receiver, I uh, posted a picture of a frog that's jumping to his death with. 
this playing in the background. <laughs> so it's a frog jumping to its death. And then people responded back to me. Like, That's the most effed up thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, dude, there's been a few moments, honestly. Like, uh, here's one. Uh, I wrote A, and I posted a picture of SpongeBob mad at the Packers. Um, I put, uh, here's some instances in which I'm like, you've toured my heart out for the last time. Uh, nothing will make me happier than if the Packers beat the 49ers, which they, they then proceeded not to do. Uh, a lot of the stuff that I've done has been more like I I kind of like hold it in, right? You know, I don't oh, want to, no, dude. I um I go full force on Buffalo sports uh, because you know the narrative about being Buffalo sports fans. It's heartbreak. Here's one I sent from 2018. The Sabers are 0-3 and two since their 10 game win streak. The Bills have back to back losses against division rivals and are in the AFC East basement again. Buffalo sports are back. Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Is Randy allowed? to be upset at all because unlike me and eric randy has seen a super bowl win in his lifetime does he have any room true or any right to Maybe be no, upset I think well, that's why well, he just, think, well that's what he just said i don't think his tweets have been yeah. too angry because he has the most success between all of well, us think, i mean you've been to a super bowl but you still have a lot of heartbreak randy i think doesn't have as much heartbreak now, as well, now hold on hold on look let's let's look back at the uh, the legendary jay-z mo, mo money mo problems Oh, in, my, in my case, it's like we've got Aaron Rodgers, who many like to proclaim as the greatest quarterback of all time. I'm not denying that. He I love Aaron Rodgers. He is, he is not, but okay. Hey, how do you take a backseat, Falcons boy? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> when you have the greatest quote-unquote quarterback of all time, you're expected to reach things that most people aren't, a la Tom Brady Patriots style. A la. But when every single year we come up short for some reason, lose to the Giants in Lambeau, Lose to the Falcons, even though 75% of the team was injured. And then just heartbreaking style year after year after year. Kaepernick. Oh, my God. The defense could not stop Kaepernick. They could not stop a runny nose. It was, uh See, now I'm going back and now I'm getting mad. I'm getting riled up about things I shouldn't get riled up about. Because this thing in the past, the defense, that defense is gone. Dom Capers has been sent off to the shadow realm. That is, I don't know where, the barren wasteland. I think that's Detroit or something. So he's gone. He's out of the picture. We have Mike Pettin. And... We've gotten rid of the we we've cut the we've trimmed the fat, but the majority of the time, like I just I'm just sad. Like I actually, you know what? I think I might have a Snapchat from a few years ago where the Packers were playing the Vikings Sunday night primetime, and I posted a snap, and uh, I put the gray filter. I think it's the sepia filter, and it was just me laying in bed sad, and I'm talking about how nothing makes me more sad than than the Packers losing a game in primetime, <laughs> and it's so funny because you know when you when you look at people who. The crazy people who are like, oh, I don't watch football. I don't like football, which I'm like, what? How do you not like football? How? How? But the thing is, like, I'm fascinated because they don't understand us. You know, they're like, they don't. why would you get sad over you, a team? Or losing? you get your days ruined. Like, people be like, what, what's wrong? I'm like, dude, the Bills got smacked this morning. What do you yeah. mean it's wrong? And they're like, like, oh, I don't understand how you're sad about that. They're like, oh, you've never you've never even played pro football. You've never been to Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. You've never okay. been to Georgia. You've never even been to Buffalo. And my, my biggest thing is just like, I'm like, you don't get it. It's like going to a party after you just had your party and you didn't get an Xbox 360. And then you realize, oh, wait, my friend got an Xbox. My other friend got an Xbox. My other friend got an Xbox, but I'm stuck with a goddamn Wii. It just doesn't feel the same. It's like, wait, I don't get to enjoy all the stuff that you guys are enjoying. My day's miserable. My life is miserable. It's hard to explain, man. Unless you're into it, unless you're in the thick of it, you're not going to get it. And I just, okay, I'm, I'm, here, a, I'm dumbfounded by people who don't understand. Here is the easiest way. For those people who don't understand, they're like, oh, it's just a game. Like, I can't tell you how many girls I've dated. And they're like, oh, it's just a game. No. All three of them. Okay. Stop it. Okay. First <laughs> off, Randy, shut your mouth. Second, 
it is not just a game. Now, for you, me, and Eric, <laughs> we use football as an escape from reality. We look to our team to perform well, to make our days better, because who knows? Maybe the maybe our lives are going great, and if it is going great, then a win is that much better. Well, I don't maybe think our, our li- li- I don't think well, our lives no, 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 are that, listen, are that listen, terrible. Though I think it's no, just no, 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 we no, have no, some no. of the I'm, I'm just saying, but it is still an escape from reality. It makes a win makes your day better. And Tyler. when your team loses, when your team sucks, it brings everything down. Your yeah. mood changes. <laughs> your day is done. You just want to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, the best way to describe it, and I just sent this to both of you in a text. Uh, it's Matt Ryan, the confetti's flying for the Patriots, and all you see is a tweet on top of it and just says pain. Oh. That is how I feel. Pain. So, so much now, pain. Now, before we go, I want to ask you guys something. Like, what is the one loss that stands out in your mind? Like, the most the Super Bowl loss, not even close. Peterman. Peterman? Because I was there. The most pain? I was there, dude. And I see the highlights of these plays going down. And the worst part about it is like, dude, I'm 70 yards to the left of these highlights. And these guys, Keenan Allen celebrated in my face melvin gordon in my face they returned a pick six and celebrated 20 feet from me it was a nightmare the most painful game that i remember and this really was what solidified i remember thinking this i I totally just remember right now since we're talking about it what really solidified it for me made me think to myself wow like i'm really am a diehard fan 2014 nfc championship green bay is in uh in uh we're, we're in seattle and uh we had, Whoa, we had, I remember that yeah, one. We had the game in the one. we had the game in the bag basically, and then in true Packer fashion and Russell Wilson fashion, he uh, Russ, he's so good, man. Yeah, God, it's so freaking good. He rose back from the dead, led the led the Seahawks on a charge, onside kick once again. The onside the kick onside is back, kick, dude. So Brandon, Brandon Bostic, all he had to do <laughs> was to, ah was was just grab the ball. And no, we're going well, to from what Bowl. I heard is that he wasn't even supposed to touch the ball. He was supposed to go to Jordy Nelson behind him. I know, but just but, but, like, but, but like I think to myself, had he just grabbed the ball, we would have been out of there. And and that was back when like the Legion of Boom was around, and you know the Seahawks were were basically um they were they were pretty much on par with the Patriots in regards to most annoying teams, like most annoying fan bases. So I was like, God, just grab the ball. Let's just end this because the Packers have a, a reputation of we'll get a good nice lead. And then teams will come roaring back, and very rarely can Aaron Rodgers stand in front of a bullet train and stop it from mowing him down. <laughs> okay, don't don't you don't you talk to me about that. Don't you talk to me about then, blowing leads. I, I that know, is I know, my I Look, expertise. Don't come at me like I that. I know, but 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 the thing was though, who's the, leads? The yeah, I know the manner <laughs> the manner and the fashion in which this game occurred. Like I understand you lost the Super Bowl. That sucks. But this is Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Like the entire city shuts down for games. Yeah. and Brandon Bostic completely. Draw, he misses the onside kick. Seattle roars down the field, scores on a Russell Wilson throw as always, and then we're eliminated from the playoffs. But that Randy, Randy. game, dude, that game haunts me. It breaks Randy, my heart every as, single year when I think of the playoffs. As much as that game hurts, you will never know the pain of wide right, and you will never know the pain of 28-3. to three. You will never know it. And you will never understand yeah. it. Let's expand until you to, are in that Super Bowl situation. Let's expand you to zero and four in four straight Super Bowls. Also on my end here, so uh, you definitely yeah, that, have the uh, the the least. Yeah. The what is the what's the phrase? The least foot to smallest uh, foot to stand on, or something like that. I don't know, but but you, you, okay. but, you <laughs> but look at me. You're, you're, you remember what I said? Mo money, mo problems. Yeah. We're exactly. in the end. You know what I mean? But exactly. God, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad we had this venting session. I'm this glad is too. We, Tailgater Sports venting session. We're, we all. I mean, I guess I'm the only one that has officially broken up with my person and come back. Um, you guys have been close, but to wrap this up, put a nice little bow on this little segment of us airing out our teams. Yeah. 
So Tyler said he'd never break up with his team. Um, and I believe him. He's really diehard. He's got dumb tattoos to to signify allegiances right, and right, stuff right, like right. that. I totally believe he would not break up with his team. But a quick little search on Twitter. Tyler's definitely broken up with Sarkeesian a couple times because... Oh, yeah, no, no. Listen to some of these. Listen to He's some of done. these tweets that were sent out over the years. At Atlanta Falcons, shovel pass at the goal line, fullback in the wide receiver slot, wide left. Get Sark the F out of here. I don't want to see that dude again. You don't dink a dunk when you have Ryan and Julio. Sark, I hate you for USC. Thanks for giving me another reason to hate you. Hashtag fire Sark. That's one. <laughs> he tweeted out this a couple weeks later. I've been saying it all season. We had the top rated offense last year, and now we can't even score and are on the verge of missing the playoffs. At Atlanta Falcons, for the love of God, hashtag fire Sark, all caps. <laughs> oh god he's awful and probably drunk on the field right now mixing it with eggnog oh no i forgot one about this one more to wrap up the fire sark brigade here i understand that we've been getting better but i still believe in my atlanta falcons but i will beat this like a drum until it happens sark needs to go hashtag fire sark all right so i i, I researched my i re okay. researched my packers thing <laughs> for some reason in 2016 uh, I added the helpful Honda people. <laughs> it was like the Packers are in need of some defense. Do you, do you think you could help? And then um uh, <laughs> and then back in uh, uh November sixth of twenty sixteen, uh, Bleacher Report posted uh the Packers could use this legend right now. It's a squirrel with the Packers jersey. And I and I retweeted and I say help us Packers squirrel help us. <laughs> and um oh god, there's just there's just so many things here that I completely forgot that I even posted. I'm just being upset and depressed. Well, Tyler, I hope you got a little extra closure on your end here. Um, or a little vent just sesh. A, I like the tailgate event. Maybe we'll have to do that every couple weeks. Yeah. Just open it up and just lay out why you're pissed off at whatever team, whatever sport. We should ask uh, our followers and listeners to send us their tweets or their, their yeah, they, what they want to let off their chest. Definitely. If, we're, team. if you're hearing this, hit us up on Twitter or on Instagram at Tailgater Sports and let us yeah. know what you're venting about two weeks in, heading into week three. Before we leave, I know you got one more thing to vent about in week or not in week two, in week three, it started off technically, Randy. You got got by the Minshew Mania. I'm so mad because we, as you know, we've mentioned, we're in the fantasy stuff. We're in that, uh, I always forget what it's called. Is it Survivor Survivor, 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 League, Survivor Pool, however you want to yeah, call so it. Yeah, so you choose a new team every week, and if that team wins, you advance. You know, you, you get the gist of it. So Eric, apparently, while he was drunk over the weekend, for some reason, selected the, the Dolphins. Yeah, well, you want to hear why. Why? So I forgot about it completely, right? Until I texted you guys about halfway, a little more halfway done with the second quarter in the Thursday night football game between the Dolphins and the Jaguars. I texted you guys, holy crap, I picked the Dolphins in our survivor pool. I forgot I picked them because I picked them late, late Sunday night in the middle towards the end of Sunday night football, the Patriots of the Seahawks game. I'm drunk from a day of just drinking, watching football. And I remember thinking, oh crap, I'm going to go pick up Gasecki, the tight end for the Dolphins, because he played the Bills today and he was really good. So I'm going to pick him up for fantasy football. And you know what? While I'm at it, I'm going to pick the Dolphins to beat the Jaguars because they looked really good against the Bills. Drunkenly, I'm like, oh, the Bills are the pinnacle of football. If, they, if they're good, they're going to beat the Jaguars. Well, drunk me, totally forgot until halfway through the game on Thursday night. And I text you guys, oh, crap, I picked the Dolphins, not knowing that my guy on the other end of this Earlier that morning, I sent a text saying, this is my ballsy pick of the week because originally I had, I believe, I not the Bears. Who did I have selected? I, I forgot who I had, but I, I had chosen someone else and it was one of those matchups where I was like, you know what? I might as well get these guys out of the way. But then I was like, you know what? Minshew mania. 
The Jags are looking good. They're running back Johnson. Right. He's been he's been a stud. You know, DJ Chark's been great. They beat the Colts. They held on. They 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 played really good week one, and then lo and behold, of course, as always, as football football will football, they lost to the Miami Dolphins, which. Miami is basically walking around. It's just like a, they're a zombie. They're basically just skin and bones because <laughs> all they really have to put them together is Fitz magic. When you think of the team as a whole, the defense is atrocious. The The offense is just, it's basically, all right, guys, here's the play. Go long. I'm just going to throw it as hard as I can. And run around and then chuck it to you. Like Fitzpatrick's mentality is just, I'm going to run around. And then what time like he just chucks is he's like, screw it. Someone will catch us. Well, and it's early in the season. Fitz magic is only good for the first like six weeks. And then yeah. he gets replaced by whatever first was, round QB behind him. Dude, was he with the Bills or was he with Tampa Bay when he went like 7-0? and well, he was with the Bills for a little bit, and then he went five and two, and then he was with Tampa, and he was really good I early think it was in the Tampa. year. He was with the Jets, really good in the year. He does the same thing for every team, works his way through the AFC East. He just needs to go to New hey, England at this point. He, Maybe he'll replace Cam. He's a Harvard man. But sorry, Randy, it sucks. Au revoir. <sighs> but you had to lose sometimes for me to win this Survivor pick I again. Know. I keep I forgetting. We try. I'm trying to move along so we can pick the blowout for this week. But I keep forgetting stuff we had to recap from last week. Tyler. Went over again and picks this weekend, I believe, right? Fat goose egg. No, no, no. I, I picked you, you the Bears, and while one, it wasn't oh. a blowout, they still won. Okay, Tyler, I guess we will give you one correct pick for the week because you did pick You're the one Bears. You're one in five, baby. Yeah, you one did pick five. the Bears to blow out the Giants, but they only won by four. So we'll throw an asterisk up there just because you technically still lost because the yeah. blowout of the week, I believe, was Randy's pick. Right, Randy? Yep. Rams at the Eagles. And I believe, if my math is correct, that's plus 18. There was another plus 18 um, somewhere in the week, if I could find it. Oh, Jets 49ers. 49ers beat the Jets. So I think Randy technically gets the win here. Told we'll, you, man. We'll throw, we'll throw Tyler a sympathy win. A sympathy job. Because he's... You need one right now. I told buddy. you, I told you, dude. Even need, with yeah. the cross-continental flight, I was like, the Eagles are the most boring team in the NFL. They not, look bad, dude. They look bad. Nothing about the Eagles is attractive. No, Carson nothing. Wentz is not good. Nothing anymore. He's. I feel like he's held together by duct tape. The Rams just look that good, and when they rolled into town, I'm like, this is going to end badly for the Eagles. I, I already love, know it. I love how I. I promise we're going to move ahead to the next week. I promise at some point. But I love how whenever you watch the Eagles broadcast, Eagles game, national televised game. You always see a little bit of Brett Favre because Doug Peterson backed up Brett Favre on the Packers yeah. for so long. So it's always like, oh, Eagles are losing by 20. Quick, roll the Doug Peterson background history. Roll the Doug, throw Brett Favre on the screen. Throw Brett Favre on the screen. Every He's still saving time. him. I really do think that this week for the Eagles is going to be super big because, honest to God, I feel like at this point, Peterson's just like, if Wentz can't finish it and we go 0 3, we're just going to throw on Jalen Hurts. Right. We'll just say, we'll just say Wentz like, Maybe broke we his toe should have signed Nick Foles and not let him bounce and, you know, go find another team. And the last, the last time we'll circle back to last yes. week, guys. Promise. I promise so much. But we can't miss out on a chance to, you know, drag Tyler over the hot coals. And there's nothing that says, hey, look, you've made a bad pick. Then uh, two separate $20 Venmo transactions on mine <laughs> and Randy's phone. So, Tyler... Go ahead and enjoy that one um, asterisk, that one of five record to start the season. So it's got to win will. somewhere, right? Okay, look, I'm watching okay, the look. Sunday night football game. I see Cam Newton running to the end zone, falling two yards short. I have never crumpled down to my hands and knees that fast and just started banging the floor because I was so bad. Eric and I were talking about how... Oh, Eric, pain! Eric and I were talking about how like, I don't see how Tyler survives till Monday. Right. This is probably one of the worst days in recent memory because all of his picks lost. Not only that... Not only did he lose $40 to us and his team give up arguably like the fifth mo the fifth worst comeback in NFL regular season history. Um Tyler was up 
by I believe oh my 45 God, points. Football. That's right. He was up 45 points in fantasy against me. And I was I remember looking at him like, son of a bitch. There's no way I can make it back. There's no way. Cam Newton, although I was rooting against him, had the game of like the of his, of the decade for him and gave me, I think, like 40 points. No, 38 points. And I roared back. And then his last two guys, Breeze and Josh Jacobs, on Monday didn't do squat. I had Alvin right. Kamara, and Alvin Kamara just sealed the deal for me. So I pulled off a 45-point comeback against Tyler in fantasy. I will say it one more time. Pain. What a start Pain. to the season. Tyler. I know, right? What a start. Pain. I know. I mean, there's only up from here, right? And but I'm thinking, I mean, we yeah. touched on it earlier, but I think a loss to the Bears is unforgivable. That would be the that would be the straw that broke the camel's back. And what's crazy and what's heartbreaking is I know we 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 crap on the Falcons, the Falcons a whole bunch, but the most painful part of it all is the fact that Matt Ryan Homeboy's wheeling and dealing yeah, right now. 700, like, 723 yards, six TDs. Calvin Ridley, 239, four yeah. TDs. Like, Matt Ryan is having a career season so far. Like He's starting pain. off as well as he can. Pain. And the fact pain. that the Falcons are 0-2 is pain. hilarious. <laughs> right. All right, let's go. Week three, guys. Let's find the blowout. We'll go through. I mean, we talked about it a little before we started recording, guys. You look at the slate for week three. How the hell did they have Jacksonville, Miami in the Thursday night game? When you had Bills, Rams, two two and zero teams, you have Raiders, Patriots, the shiny new toy out in Vegas versus Bill Belichick. You have Cowboys, Seahawks at Cowboys, one p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, one p.m. on a Sunday, the West Coast game. You got, I mean, I mean, then then after that, you got marquee games. You got Saints, Packers at Sunday night, and then Chiefs, Ravens, Monday night. It's huge games. But like, how do you not better slot that Thursday night game? And everybody's making fun of it because I mean, it was really yeah. nobody really cared about it. But all right, let's roll through week three, guys. Um, it's like I said, there's a tons of great games. Where do you guys think the blowout's going to be this week? So I think this week I'm going to play it safe, more safe than usual. Um, I got the Cardinals over the Lions. I think Kyler Murray's been playing really, really fantastic. The chemistry with him and Hopkins is just there. It's already there, and the the defense looks pretty good. And I just think the Lions are just the Lions are just not good. Like the, look at what the Packers did. The Lions. If you can, if you were to flip this in a way and think, okay, which team am I going to bet on? That's just going to let somebody down and get blow out. A weekly good bet would be the Lions. Oh yeah, and Matt Stafford again, one of those guys who consistently week in and week out puts in work. Yeah. And every single year, another one of those guys like Russell Wilson, no matter when you turn on the TV, he's like trying to come from behind running for his life. And what sucks for them, what sucks for the Lions is the fact that like they never, they never build him like a supporting cast to them. Like he's just Matt Stafford with a bunch of schmucks. I feel bad for him. Although they're in my division and I don't like them. I still feel bad for them. It's I feel f- bad for Matt Stafford. Yeah, That's Matt, Sta- Matt Stafford. And the ownership is just so terrible. The, their, their owner is the last 98 year old lady. Yeah. Like she's decrepit and tiny. Their owner is the last living civil war survivor. And they can't, she's too focused on like paying off her AARP Here's fees. Another, I got to stop you. Here's another thing I got to start pointing out in each episode. We're talking about, Tyler and how he starts yeah. talking. Yours is random war and random throwback <laughs> references. Your analogies always resolve around nom, somebody's decrepit uncle, or some old relative. Look, all I'm saying is she survived the Titanic and then decided to get to she decided to fight back against faith and destiny by putting an absolutely atrocious football team in Detroit. Now, if, if you the, were ever to make an analogy for the future, I'd lose my mind. Well, it's because old people own teams and old people make wrong choices. True. And Tyler. Yeah. So I know I've picked this team already. They've burned me once. Get out your notebooks, <laughs> everybody. I can't. They cannot screw this up. Knowing my luck, they will screw this up. So mark it down right now. My blowout of the week. 
Colts over Jets. The Jets look still absolutely terrible. How Adam Gase still has a job, I do not know. I, I, uh, Philip Rivers, just don't, just don't screw this up. I, I think, I honest to God, I, I forgot what I was reading, but I think people have the Jets winning, like some analysts. And I, pred- I predict the Jets winning. I think the Colts aren't as good as we think they are. Because Philip Rivers isn't that good. That'd be a typical like Philip Rivers and the Colts let you down when yeah. you think they shouldn't. And Sam Darnold's randomly Sam Darnold's Sam Darnold randomly tosses for like three seventeen. Everybody's like he's back, he's good. See if you give yeah. him time, blah 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 blah. That's a guy who I'm not sure why people are still on the Sam Darnold train and how many freaking scapegoats are going to hand this guy. People, I get it. He had mono, but whatever. Like when are you going to start producing? I feel like I feel like people of New York feel obligated to root for Darnold in the hopes that maybe he, he can speak to their dead relatives. He's got to feel he's got to feel some sweat, man. Oh, I You're get it cuz he can see ghosts. <laughs> there you go, Tyler. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. Thanks but he's got to start sweating, man, cuz you're in Trevor Lawrence territory now if you're going Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. The Lions are giving him a, a run for his money. Look, at, we're we're 3 weeks in and we're talking who's going to draft Trevor Lawrence already, guys. Look, at we we're just like the big guys on just ESPN. Like, just like the big guys. All right, I'm going to go with, and this is going to be a little ballsy, guys, because I just don't know the state of the team I'm going to pick to win. And I don't think Jimmy G's playing, but I'm going to pick 49ers over Giants. Uh, doesn't, aren't the, don't the Niners have like Nick Mullins or something? The yeah, dude from I Southern Miss? I, I the, the 49ers run the ball like God. crazy. So, I mean, yeah. I don't expect him to be dropping back a pass. George Kittle's out of lineup, I think, this week. Right, Tyler? So, George Kittle is out. Tevin Coleman's out. I think Raheem Mostert is their only running back. Yeah, I mean, and oh, he's got hurt already. Oh, I, damn I'm, it. And I'm assuming, I don't know, this is more of a the Giants suck and they don't have Saquon anymore and who the hell is Daniel Jones going to throw it to? So I'm going to pick the 49ers and the Giants just mainly at the ineptitude of the Giants, I'm assuming. Yeah. Tyler, lay out the list. I mean, the, the injuries that the 49ers have suffered in the last week and a half has been absolutely insane. You have the list off the top of your head, Tyler, or so handy? for the off the top of my head, the first two games the 49ers have lost George Kittle, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, and their two out for the season key defensive players. Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa in the same game both tore their ACL. And I think Richard Christ. Sherman was already out for a chunk of play early on from the season, right before the season started. True, right. but Sherman's older, so injuries are more That's expected. Right. Oh, you're Everybody not, you're else a is Sherman a lot guy. younger. That's right. I forgot. You're nah, Richard nah, Sherman's, Sherman's overrated. Guy. Dude's trash. <laughs> you, didn't even, you weren't even going to bring him up that he was on the injured list. Who else? Trash. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up real fast who are picks were to win the divisions for but uh but yeah I, I think I think that's a weird I don't know that's a weird choice because they're both like the Giants are already there at the point of just it's, they're in the abyss but you know the the Niners are a sinking ship yeah. so and I feel all, like they're on the way there too. It's also one of the things too where I don't see another big blowout unless somebody just totally falls off and yeah. you guys already picked the other two games that I feel like could happen maybe maybe Tampa Denver. I was thinking about that too. But then again, it's like, you don't really know when people go to Denver, weird things happen sometimes, you know, as the Lord would have it on our side. Uh, we have the Seahawks winning the NFC West. So the Niners right. are out of the picture. The Rams look good, but, uh, right. Three of them are two. So now. Let's run through our teams real quick. Buffalo hosting the Rams, my Buffalo bills, two and O Rams, two and O the only game between two, two and O teams this week. I mean, I'm not going to go against my Buffalo bills, but this is definitely the first time I've been nervous this yeah. year. Um, this is one of those games where it's typical Buffalo fashion, where if they lose, everybody will toss them back into, oh, they're not the team we thought they were. Right. They always come up short in games that they need to win to, just to get people off their asses. Even after 2-0 start, Josh Allen being like the best passer in the league behind maybe Russell Wilson. 
they're still, oh, who do they beat? Who do they beat? So they got to beat the Rams in order just to shut up the haters. Um, so I'm obviously going to pick the Bills here. I don't know what you guys are feeling. This week, you take on the Saints in New Orleans. I don't know how I feel about that game because beginning of the year, I thought the Saints were going to be the hot team. But last week showed me that the Saints are beatable yeah, and uh, pretty easily beatable considering Gruden and the Raiders kind of gave it to them. Following that, we got the Falcons, the Falcons. So even if we do lose against the Saints, I do see us roaring back. Yeah. But uh, if okay. I had to, all right, calm down. If I if I had to choose to pick, um, I te- hesitantly, I, I think the Packers got. Yeah, you know, it helps when you put up like forty points each game. Yeah, <laughs> it does help. Aaron Rodgers a cool six hundred yards, six touchdowns in two weeks. And I love yeah. how you Is know what? I, I love how Tyler of all people sends a post in our group chat. Which was like the leading the leading passers in the NFL yeah. week two. Yeah. And uh, Allen was on there and I think Ryan was on yeah, there. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen one two. Yeah. And they had Stefan Diggs and Calvin Ridley up in the top on the on the and, receiver side. And I was like, and Tyler goes, Where's Rogers? <laughs> yeah. I'm like Read the room, bro. You're 0-2 and gave up like the fifth I most. I was talking Those, about offensive stats. Okay, defense. Yeah, well, let me know when. Let me know. Let me know when Matt Ryan can play offense and that's, defense, dude. That's typical. Like just that's, fans of teams that are struggling, no, they just can't be quiet. Just well, well. What about my team? You better Ty- watch out. And Tyler, Tyler is go the, suck on the side and be like, leave us alone. Tyler is the prime example of that. Where it was like, whenever he's wounded, he's like, you know, I got to take it. I got to. Tra- I got to take a bite at someone. I got to take a shot somewhere. Tyler, what's your pick? Well, the Falcons play the Bears this weekend. Shut up. Look, there's no way we can lose to the Bears. The worst 2-0 team in the league. There's no way. Let's let's remember that the Bears should very easily be 1-1 if DeAndre Swift holds that game-winning touchdown. That's true. The Bears should be 1-1. Hey, man, but guess what? There's no footnotes in standings. There's no asterisk with a 1 or 2. Hey, the Falcons let a onside kick roll 11 yards, Yeah. and the Cowboys pick it up, and then let the Cowboys go 30 yards and then kick a game-winning field goal. There's no footnote there. It just says 0-2, Tyler. I'm sorry. Look, I will believe... And I am going to sound like that Eagles fan with the flapping hat. Rise up, go Falcons, go! Uh, it's funny you mentioned. It's, it's funny you mentioned the Falcons too, because literally, I I kid you not, literally right now, the Falcons just tweeted out Falcons injury report: five starters questionable for Bears games. The first two, Julio Jones and Dante Fowler. Okay, nice, but question, questionable oh, means you're dirty playing. South, it's doubtful. Dirty bird, where the hell? The South will rise again, right, Tyler? Is that what you said? South, well, okay, hold on. It's not the South. Let's get that on tape. Let's get that on tape. Let's calm down with the Civil War references here. <laughs> Look, rise up is our thing. We will fly, fly high. Oh, I don't care anymore. Just, just win the damn game. Oh, stop it! You know, you know, you can't quit the Falcons, man. I can't quit, but you need to win, right? Because look, if we go zero and three, the next five games. Four of the opponents are all NFC North. So we have to face the Bears, Packers, Vikings, and Lions in the next five weeks. <laughs> if we don't, if we start 0-3, I'm sorry, the season's over. It's over. Right. I'm the sexy stat the is always, what is it, like this? Some done. like stupid amount of teams that start 0-2 never make the playoffs. You see it every year on ESPN, tweeted out, talked about 0-2 teams only make the playoffs 20% of the time. 0-3 is tough. I would give it, I'll give 0-3, you might as well start, you know, counting your eggs. Start start tanking for Lawrence, Ryan's future backup. Right. So real quick, let's at least pick these other two big games for the week before yeah. we bounce. Seahawks hosting the Cowboys, 1 p.m. Sunday Pacific. 
I, I think the Seahawks beat the Cowboys. I think so, too. They've looked the so Seahawks good. The Seahawks looked so good last week. So good. DK Metcalf. I know I'm on this DK yeah. Metcalf boner ride Me right too, now. Me too, man. Did you see that catch he had against Dude, Gilmore? And that's the thing. He's so big and so fast. First Dude. of all, you should not be going that fast when you're that big of a human being. They were fighting the entire time. And then you got Russell Wilson, who's possibly, who's possibly the best deep ball thrower in the league. So when he throw when he threw that ball, he you have Stefan Gilmore, who everybody on this podcast yeah. thinks is overrated. Yeah. Not a 99 club, but yeah. everybody's on his sack. When you got Stefan Gilmore on your ass and Russell Wilson drops it over your shoulder and basically bread baskets you from behind. Incredible. Ins- insane. Crazy throw. So okay, I think we're Incredible. both Seahawks. What about you, Tyler? I'm gonna pick Seattle too. Now here here's my thing about Dallas. Dallas, they played a very good God. Sunday night game against the Rams. They played a very good game. As for the Falcons game, I'm not taking away anything that Dak Prescott and that offense did to come back, but did Dallas really win that game, or did the Falcons just lose that game? I mean, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Whatever, dude. In order to win, you got to play good, and I guess you yeah. collapse on the other end, but you you can't let Dak just run all over you for, what, three TDs in the yeah, second I, half. I, just, I, just, I really I do know. think Seattle's that good this year. I think Seattle's playing really well, and I, it sh- you, sh- you shouldn't take away anything from the Patriots because the Patriots are playing really, really good football, too. So there's just two, two good teams. Short, Tyler. 40 bucks could have been in your pocket. I know, oh. I know. I know. What do you want to bet on this week, Tyler? Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> and I guess the marquee game of the week's Monday night. Honestly, you got the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes going to Baltimore, Lamar Jackson, and the Baltimore freaking Ravens. What do you guys think? I'm going, I think, I don't, I don't know. This is tough. I mean, I, it's one of those things where you have something to support it either way. And again, we're not X's and O's, so we're really just thrown out of the wall just from gut feelings here. And I think... I think it's going to be Patty Mahomes on the road over Lamar and Baltimore. No, I think the Ravens are going to take this one. Yeah, you got to look at look at the past two games that have, that have been played. Chiefs Texans, Chiefs game one. Okay, we get it. You're a little rusty. They barely beat the Chargers. Now I get it. The Chargers on a bad team, but when your team is being led by a rookie quarterback who literally found out he was True. playing five minutes before the game. Oh, what a like, crazy story! I know. Like, hey, uh, Herbie, guess what? You're in. Now he's Herbie guess fully what? loaded. We pulp Fiction Tyrod Taylor in the locker room and shoved the needle into his lungs um and i heard it was like 10 seconds dude there's a video of austin eckler on the sidelines helmet about to go on before the opening drive and he's like oh herbertson yeah i heard herbert talk about like yeah he walked up to me anthony lynn coach of the charge walked up to him 10 seconds before kickoff and was like you're in yeah but i mean if you look by like week by week Chiefs took on the Chiefs took on the Texans week one. We get it. We we kind of crapped on the Texans. We were like, okay, everyone's rusty. Below. But uh the, the Ravens just took on the Texans. They beat them pretty much at a similar score, 33-16. But if you look week by week, the Ravens have looked like they've been locked in for every single game they right. played. Chiefs barely survived the trip to Los Angeles against the Chargers. I think the Ravens are gonna win probably by a touchdown. Well, it's not the playoffs, so Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, they might win. Yeah, it's not the playoffs. What so. about you, Tyler? I also have the Ravens winning based on one thing and one thing alone. I think the Ravens defense is a lot better than Kansas City. I expect yeah, both teams to go off. But if Marcus there's going to be a, a dog, I know he is a dog. If there's going to be a team that makes a stop, I think it's going to be Baltimore. So we'll circle back and we'll see uh, Tyler's one correct pick for the week. I think that's pretty much what his trajectory is on for the season. One a week. Uh, but before we get out of here, I know Randy has opened up a little bit of a news desk. Yes. Here. And he's been shooting me some stories here the last couple of days. We've ran long. Our breakup segment was a little long to open the podcast here. So we only have a few minutes. So maybe one or two stories, Randy. Randy's, what are we calling this? Randy's Rando Sports Stories. Ra- 
Randy's Rando News Desk, maybe? Yep, Randy's Rando News Desk. I so, kind of like the ring of that one. So what do we got here, Randy? So we'll start this one off by taking a trip down to Tampa Bay. Not Ooh, for nice. not okay. for Tom Brady and the uh was it what what are they calling it? The 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 Tom, I don't know. There's a stupid nickname for the Buccaneers. Whatever, size the point. What, <laughs> Tampa Bay is also currently in the Stanley Cup. Believe it or not, there's another oh, sport there's other than going football. On outside of football. Oh, oh that's right. The, to, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom, the, I also saw Tampa Tampa Brady Brady. Yeah, no, uh, Tampa Bay is better. Tampa, Tampa Bay is terrible. <laughs> Tampa Bay to Tampa Brady, whatever. Same crap. But uh, yeah, guess what, guys? Uh, other sports are going on right now, such as basketball. Uh, soccer, oh, that's the round one. Baseball round okay. and hockey. That's the one that's on ice that Cannon can never figure out how to win. So um, there's a fan. <laughs> there is a fan, Devin Garnett, who lives in Tampa Bay. Obviously, he was rooting for his bolts when the neighbors called the police on him because him oh. and his pals were yelling shoot. But uh, Tampa Bay is in there uh, and the stars. And, you know, as any hockey fan would be your frustration, mm -hmm. shoot the puck, shoot, shoot the damn puck. Shoot it. And apparently Shoot. that was loud enough and violent enough in order for to convince a neighbor to call the police. So the police oh, show up. Wow. They're like, yo, what's going on? And like, oh, you got to explain to them that, hey, I'm just watching the game, man. I'm watching the game with my boys. Uh, my thing, though, is what a what a cock of a neighbor you have. Right. Willing to call the police because you're yelling, shoot. You live in an apartment, so you would know how, you know, how yeah, neighbors are. You hear, you hear things. This was the neighbor below them who called the police because his roommate was saying, I dare you to shoot. Shoot, shoot, shoot. <laughs> and so instead of, you know, maybe banging the the ceiling with the broom or something, they decided to call the police. But the police seemed to be pretty interested. The police seemed to be pretty cool that they laughed it off and they had an okay. How night. great would it have been if they get there like, hey, man, we're just watching the Tampa Bay Lightning game. And they're like, the what? Yeah, <laughs> right. I know. Exactly. exactly. I need to get some little sounders here for you. Some like, you know, little news anchor swooshes. Maybe I'll get some imaging made up here over the weekend. So what do we else we got here, Randy? So another thing that popped up into my feed, and actually this happened back in June. But okay. the footage barely arrived to us now. Okay. Um. So, uh, do you guys remember back in June there was a news report of some guy who broke into Miller Park and Milwaukee where the right. Brewers play? Yep. And he yeah. attempted to write his name out in cursive with one of those little tracker things. Oh, that's right. I did see the video of this. It's pretty and crazy. Caused over forty thousand dollars in damage. My thing. My thing with this whole incident was number one. Back then, I wanted to see the footage, which we finally got right. months later. But my thing was like. Why does it cost $40,000 yeah. to fix up? Just grab a rake and just brush over the dirt. We $40,000. They're bending the guy over on this one and really yeah. giving it to him because oh, yeah. you look at the video and yeah, you know, breaking and entering is not a joke. You yeah. know? And, and, and Tyler can post a video on the tailgater Instagram. I'm more, I'm more amazed at the fact that this guy was able to jump in the tractor yeah. and maneuver it pretty well. Like sure enough, he tried to write his name when right. he just kind of ended up digging some holes. He messed up the mound, which probably sucks for the grounds crew because he took a chunk out of the mound and like the plastic thing covering home plate. Yeah. So I get it, but that's not 43 grand worth of damage. My other thing too is, do you just leave the doors for yeah. national professional sports arenas open? Like just unlocked? Confirm. I can confirm they actually do. I went to San Francisco once. Dude, I drove right by AT&T Park. Door to the field, wide open. I was just about Nobody's to tell, covering tell you this because that, is so that crazy. question, I don't know what door you saw, Tyler, but along the back end of McCovey Cove, you come along the left side of it. Yeah. I had the same kind of instance where I looked through and it was a groundskeeper gate. And literally, I'm from me to you, Randy, what, six, seven feet from yeah. the gate? And I could see straight through to through center field onto the mound. So I'm guessing, was, I mean... But people it, aren't it was paying the attention. Same gate, but but other it's more side. like mine was on the right field side. But it's more like people who are like, "Come in, I dare you." Like you know, like or or more like an honor system, which is, hey, 
Like, if you go to a museum, yeah, there's a Vincent Van Gogh painting on the wall, but they know no one's going to rip it off the wall. It's like... Oh, but you didn't put the sign up. I thought it was just common knowledge. Hey, don't come into Miller Park and F up our field. And what I find so crazy is the fact that, like, this guy walked in, and, and, and security had a heads up, because it's not like he sneaked in from the parking lot to the entrance. Ball? It looked like he had a soccer ball No, he, I think he like found, that. like, a bucket, and he tried to throw it at a camera, <laughs> and then walks into the stadium, and the camera is zooming in on him as he's running around, because he, he tried to write his name in cursive with the tractor, then he did some other weird stuff, and then he ran around the bases backwards i'm like you guys have a head start <laughs> the stadium isn't 50 50 miles away from the city you could send the milwaukee police department to go get him but I they doubt, just waited i doubt they're too busy over over in milwaukee you know the, the police department probably why this guy was able to run the tractor because let's be honest what is there to do in wisconsin except exactly? tractor stuff probably except tractor and cheese there's not a lot so I actually have one more story before we go. Oh, okay, and this yeah. one, this a one, bonus I, one, this one I found and I thought it was rather interesting because it's something I feel Tyler would do. So the oh, NRL yeah, cool. is the national rugby league and the national rugby league is essentially kind of like the NFL in Australia. It is rugby. Rugby union is the rugby you see in the Olympics. Yeah. Rugby league is more like football. You have four downs on the fourth down. You punted, et cetera, et cetera. So there is a famous player. Now bear with me here because every player that plays in Australia has a difficult name to pronounce. This guy's name is Sia Soliola. So he is the Canberra Raiders star. He fractured his face in half playing a game, right? But that's not the headline. The headline is he tried to blend an entire KFC meal to drink it while he was recovering from his facial fracture. And I I, I swear to God, and I bring this up because if if you've never been out of the United States, you'd be surprised to find out that the food's, by the way, delicious. 13 herbs and spices, fantastic. The colonel knew what he was doing. But KFC is considered a high... Like five star cuisine level dinner in other parts of the world. I swear to God. Really? I swear to you. I played rugby with some Australians uh, a few years ago, and they would tell me that KFC was the only thing they ate during special occasions. Christmas time, KFC. Thanks. The, the equivalent of Thanksgiving, KFC. Family reunion, KFC. Wow. I swear to God. If you don't know this, look it up. KFC literally is the pinnacle of fancy food in other parts of the world, and that's why I guess he tried to blend an entire KFC meal. And uh, gobble it down while he was recovering from his facial fracture. Gobble, huh? Yeah, gobble, gobble, gobble. Well, but yeah, that's definitely a Tyler thing. The I stuff you do for KFC, I mean, I could see Tyler definitely mushing. I don't know about grinding and blending, but I could definitely see Tyler like using a, a mashed potato paste, pressing with the well, fork. Think about it. Think about it. You're Tyler. You fracture your face in half. You're going on like week, like month three of not being able to eat stuff. You're like, you know, at this point, I'm willing to try some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're mm. accurate. No, mm, I would that, do that. Yeah. Mm, bone throw, marrow, yum, delicious. Yeah, mm, double, double, throw it in there, please. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's my little segment, uh, a little bit of news. Every time I find some fun stuff, I'll bring it up yeah. because, you we're know, we have to cycle this in. I'm going to make it sound nice and spiffy for you once we get some. We, uh, for you. we, we sometimes seem to sound like a NFL show, but I know we talk about sports. We try to but cap it. You it's know, hard. We try to plug in. When There's we a can, lot of sports stuff going mean, on. Yeah. When the NFL's going, man, no, everybody Dude, cares about that. I didn't even I didn't even know the Dodgers were on the brink of qualifying for the playoffs. T- oh, dude, they did. They clinched. Well, they dude, t- we were yeah. talking about we were talking about week one NFL Sunday. The Clippers were in mid freaking collapse, and nobody talked about it because nobody. the football's back. I know that just goes to show which uh, who's king. And I yeah. know we mentioned every single week, Daddy's home or whatever. But really, that's it. What do you want us to say? You no, know, all right, got to play the hits. Are you going to listen to us if we're talking about the freaking Brewers and the the Reds S- playing each other? Steven Stamkos came back to play in the Stanley Huge Cup moment. final. Huge moment. Scored. Dude, dude hasn't played. The entire playoffs and scores a goal and yeah. then goes into the locker room and no one talks nine about months, it. Nine months on the sideline. First shot, first goal, first game. He didn't finish the game. Might have been a little early, but still, that's a huge moment. Wonder how, but it's like Minshew Mania yeah. was the lead story. I wonder how Barry Melrose is feeling. 
Like, come on, guys. We're missing all this good stuff right now. That'd be a good get. Barry Melrose, if you're listening, tell Gator Sports. All right, let's get out of here. You guys got anything to say on your way out? Uh, you know what? Packers got a got a tough game ahead of them before they kick off a pretty tough little stretch of games. I got them. I got the Bears over the Falcons by 10 points. Let's uh let's see if they pull it through. Tyler, I hope you have that letter formatted because if they lose, you better send that bitch yeah, out. Get that draft ready, Tyler. What do you got? I have uh two things to say. The first thing is uh hey, listen, so Next week, me and Randy are going to pitch in a little bet idea we have because the Falcons do play the Packers on Monday Night this Football. Dude's, this dude's so, on the verge we'll of 0-3, and we'll he see. can't get past no. this week, and he just wants to no, bet. He's only wants to bet. No, he's already looking uh, ahead. You're the degenerate, this man. Is the, because this is the only way I feel alive anymore. This is the only way I feel alive. You know the difference, you know the difference between me and you and why you're the degenerate and I'm not? Because I win, and you keep going back for more. Oh, I keep going to the well, hoping there's more water. Yeah, guess what? It's mud, bro. It's, it's contaminated. <laughs> and the second thing I want to say, oh, I've said it a lot in this podcast, but I'll say it one more time. Pain, pain, <laughs> pain. If you're not following the podcast on Instagram, what the hell are you doing? Go follow it at Tailgater Sports on Instagram. We've been chopping it up with you guys who do comment with us. I know it gets a little testy there on NFL Sundays, especially after we post how everybody's doing. Um, until next week, guys, go watch some freaking sports. Once again, if you have a gambling problem, national problem gambling hotline, 1 800 522 If you find yourself being like Tyler and you can't get away from the well, stop it. Stop it right now. Save your money.